We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What up, everyone? Pat Mayo here. I just wanted to let you know that Jeff and I recorded this show last Friday, I believe it was, because I went away, and in fact, I am still away. So since... John Rahm and Bryson DeChambeau have withdrawn from this tournament because of testing positive for COVID-19. Patrick Reed is in the field right now. Not sure if they have a replacement lined up for John Rahm or whether or not it was just too late to get someone else over to Tokyo so they could pass protocols in time. Either way, I wanted to let you know that before you actually get into the episode, only because we talk about Rom like he's in the field and you know Jeff likes Bryson this week. So we it's still a discussion about the rest of the players as well. Some of the odds have changed. It's like the first tournament all year that we had a chance to do this, and of course this happens. But I did want to give you the heads up before this. Uh, I'll be back on Tuesday with Ben Raza. We'll have an update, and we'll be going through the DraftKings pricing for the men's Olympic Games. Then we got football, football, and remember to subscribe to Fantasy Football Picks and Bets. Okay, hope everyone had a good weekend. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings 2020 Tokyo Olympics Men's Golf Bets Picks Preview. No one and done for this one. At least I don't think that there's a one and done for this one. I guess we'll figure that out. Put it this way. Check out the cheat sheet on Wednesday uh, for all the finalized bets in the newsletter, which you can sub through down in the description, uh, and I will have it all figured out by then. We are recording this early, uh, so it can come out to you very quickly on Monday morning when you really need some Olympic men's golf action in your life. So we have no idea what has happened to the 3M Open or if anyone has withdrawn from the Olympics. So stuff could happen between this recording and then just know that, but we figured since almost every single player is off this week, Week, who is in the field, Johnny Vegas excluded, then well, we should go take a shot and just do this early. Get it out to you people early, okay? Here's what I need you to do. Step one, smash the like button for the episode. Sub to Mayo Media Network. Give me your winner of the Olympic. Go, hey, give me the entire podium down in the comment section, okay? Additionally, 
there is a giveaway to be had. I have a jackpot bonanza going on right now. It's at $500. We get more reviews. I'll up that to $1,000. Going to be giving the winners away in August. But in the description, you will find the link to Fantasy Football Picks and Bets on Mayo Media Network. There's an Apple link down there. You leave a five-star review after subscribing on Apple Podcasts to Fantasy Football Picks and Bets. Say something nice in the review, leave your Twitter handle or email, and you're in a draw for this big cash giveaway. The more you do it, the more money there's going to be. And if you missed it, Jeff Feinberg was on last Thursday's show, so you can go rewind, check that out, because Jeff is on the show right now as we are discussing golf, but we discuss football and primarily the Chargers on that show. Jeff, you're optimistic. I am excited. I'm excited. That's that's how we can put it. Um, the entire world is telling me to be very optimistic. Uh, I see coach, I see quarterback, and I give them both a double thumbs up right now. So I'm excited. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's always the best time for the Chargers heading into the season. The preseason, that's always the best. So when We're I'm- at the part of the year, Pat, where, you know, it's like wake up every day, say a prayer for good health and good fortune, you oh. know, because we are the worst. Yeah, it never really comes. And Tim is on the Chargers again this year. So that's always good news for the Chargers' future prospects. We walked through <laughs> using runthesims.com, using the projection system that's out there. That's free to use right now until the end of July. But if you get your subscription to runthesims.com slash mayo right now, that'll get you a discount. And you'll lock in the founder's price for life. That's going away August 1st. So if you go test out the tools, you like them, you're best off getting them right now so you can lock in that price. And when it goes up next year, because the tools are so good, then you'll want to do that for NFL season, okay? RunTheSims.com slash Mayo, FantasyNational.com slash Mayo to get yourself a 20% discount off the stats and tools for golf, primarily this week, because I'm going to be leaning on the stats pretty heavy here, Jeff. And maybe it's one of these weeks to play it by our gut. I don't know when it comes to the Olympics. Like, when you get into the mindset of a golfer, does this mean more to them than a major does? Or is it like there are certain guys it would mean more to than a major? I think the guys that are there that have like that don't need to be there that have that their golf swing has bought them everything they've wanted in this world. Um, to me, there's no doubt they want to be there. They don't have to be there. Like is John Rom there because he doesn't want to be bashed by like Spanish newspapers or does he actually really want to be there? I'm assuming they all really really um want to be there and it's exciting and and even to look at it in a nutshell pat i think there could be guys that regret turning down their opportunity maybe like a ty hatton for example just just because like look at who was here four years ago for team usa you know luckily all those guys uh, for whatever reason um you know it's a completely different team you never know when you might get this opportunity so i think Anyone that's showing up absolutely wants to be there. And maybe there are some unproven guys, but this would certainly be a catalyst um, for a, 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 for a professional career. No doubt. Yeah. I mean, Sung Jay and Siwoo have to pull a Kuchar and end up coming in third, at least if they, uh, they want to continue playing on the PGA tour. There are three men here with significantly more pressure than the others, and there's a definitive gap between these three. Obviously, Sung Jae and Si Woo 
are pay are playing for way more than money, or you would you could argue they're actually playing for a ton of money. They're playing for the right to make all that money over the next two years because they they're invited to pretty much every tournament. Definitive gap, Hideki Matsuyama. I imagine has um, a lot more pressure than say most of the American golfers who are playing for pride and, and family and flag. Well, we, you know who we forgot Vegas is going from the three M over to the Olympics. Mito Pereira is going over as well. He's playing for Chile. Yes. And, and did, did Grio withdraw from the um, Olympics? Because I was thinking about it earlier this week, your um, British open to Minnesota to Tokyo is would be pretty crazy, but I saw him on a lot of betting boards, and today I'm not. So maybe he did bail. Because if you guys are, as we said off the top, guys are bailing, and if we miss it, then I apologize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I don't have him listed in the field right now, so I think he withdrew before the three. Maybe he withdrew like ages ago, and we just didn't notice. But no, I, I seems strange that he wouldn't go because I would have to assume he qualified for Argentina. Yeah, and he's a young guy. You'd think that would be a prideful full thing. But yeah, I, I, I have absolutely no idea. And in preparing for this show, I had a lot of thoughts about 16. And um, like, what was I going to say? I remember the crowds were horrible. Like they did not understand golf or like golf decorum. It was really bad. The players were getting really frustrated. I could be misremembering that. And uh, guys were bailing, not like nothing to, we've got our own virus now, but Zika was the thing there too, right? A lot of guys like no effing way. And I'll be honest, like in playing it in my head, Zika scared me like so much more than COVID ever did. I was always responsible and mask and everything with the COVID, but Zika was like a, like a real fear. Like for me, for my wife, like we were at that time of like trying to make babies. We were not going anywhere to have an alien baby. Yeah, well, that was the big fear for like Rory, I think, at the time. I think Jason Day at the same time, too. Like Rory then said, he even admitted, like he regretted not going last time around. That's why you're going to see him representing Ireland this time around. So uh, it's a really weird field. Like I'm trying to think of what, I mean, I guess the last Olympics would be the equivalent field, obviously, but like, do we see a tournament like this in terms of field size? It's like, it's 60 players. There's a lot of really good players, but then there's just like guys I've never even heard of in this field too. Yeah. I, I've said a few times, the, the thing that I can maybe make the best comp to would be the WGC China, where we do see like top five players in the world sometimes like three of them like dustin would go there like guys went to wgc china um a lot and and it was a lot of top players obviously and then it felt like a lot of guys glad-handed from world tours who literally we never heard of i mean that's a pretty fair i'm just looking at the live the one that xander won wgc china let's see Ah, I mean, there's a lot of like Asian players from probably like the Chinese tour and some of the other ones over there, but like the worst players like you're getting, I, I guess guys like Patton Kazire, I mean, Russell Knox has won that tournament before, Andy Sullivan, Otagi, Jorge Campillo. It just seems like there's a lot so of like- You're saying this is a lot worse. Like if you probably really broke it down by, well, yeah, of course. Cause by world ranking, there are some like off the total board world rankings that come that are in this event. So I, I'm finding this really difficult to cap. So let's talk about the course a little bit. Uh, I can refer everyone to my walkthrough of, let me, let me see if I can get the pronunciation of this right. Uh, 
Kasimi Gasiki Country Club, the East Course in Tokyo, Japan, 7,447 yards, par 71. According to Golf Pass, it has bent grass greens, but I cannot confirm that for the life of me. Uh, it's tree-lined. There's water on 18. The 18th hole actually reminds me of the 18th hole at Bay Hill where there's just like this mound of water. It comes in, you have to play like a left to right shot to get to the green. It's a super long hole. It looks probably like it's going to be the hardest on the course. But other than that, there's relatively little water to get yourself into trouble. There's trees on every single hole lining the fairways that you can get yourself into trouble on. It looks like really long colonial in my mind because there's a lot of sand at this course. And the way that they had to redesign the course is that a lot of these holes had two greens for whatever reason, and then Tom Fazio had to go in and make them all into one green. So the greens are, like, enormous, and they have huge undulations in them. That's That was my takeaway from doing research on the course. Yeah, I don't really... I watched a couple flyovers. Um, it's not something that they built for the event. It has been there forever, right? Like, in Rio, they had to build a golf course. Yes, uh, it is said that this is the most difficult country club in Japan to get into, and it will cost you like a couple or even more millions of yen each year to get in. I was like, man, that sounds like a lot of money. Then I did the conversion. It's like somewhere between like 20 and 30K US per year for your membership, which is a lot of money, but it made it seem like it was a bit more prestigious than it was, I think. I'm not exactly sure on like the dates, but... Um... Is LA the next one? Because that's at Riviera, right? And you assume guys are, if they qualify, they're just going to play like everybody. Is I think the, it's Paris and then LA are the next two Olympics. Yeah. So it's Paris 2024, LA 2028. I, I'm yeah. assuming that they're going to use Le Cab National, where they just had the Ryder yeah. Cup for, which, I mean, at least we know that course. We're like, oh man, send Kevin Kisner over to the Olympics. He'll go win a gold medal for you at, at Le Club yeah. National. Yeah. This one, I, I kind of have no idea. Like the last time that they had like a big event here, and it was completely redesigned in 2016 anyway, so that's not going to tell us anything, was 2010 hosted said the Asian amateur and Hideki won. So, of course he did. <laughs> yeah, a lot is going to point to um, Hideki. I don't know whether he benefits from Gal like the like there's no crowds or I could be wrong about that. A lot of the PGA Tour guys are, or I guess every golfer, pro golfers used to no crowds. They had a pretty much a year of, of no crowds. Um, but yeah, obviously like Hideki is going to be the the, the the comfortable course fit player clearly he is but i mean i assume he's been over there playing this because he contracted covid obviously he didn't play in the open I, i'm assuming all of those guys him siwoo him they've just been over there playing at least that's my best guess i have no idea if that's actually true or if they're allowed to go do something like that but no i assume siwoo and him have been playing this course like even when they've been home in america they've been on a simulator playing this course every day for three years I would be, wouldn't you? I, I, I'm joking, but I guarantee you they got a lot of simmy time in getting their look at this place. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, the course layout is really weird because like 7,447 yards par 71 seems super long, but there's just like weird hidden stuff in the scorecard when I went through it. Like two of the par fives, like there's two of them that are at least 625 yards. So those are three shot holes. 
unless you know Bryson drives like 400 off the tee or something like that. I went and looked to see if Tokyo was at elevation, uh, and it's not. So I just wanted to make sure this okay. wasn't like a Mexico City situation where the drives go like 30% farther. They don't. Uh, the Tom Fazio design, uh, he remade Quail Hollow before the 2017 <laughs> PGA Championship. Shadow Creek, where Kokrak beat Xander in the CJ Cup last year. The match, Tiger and Phil, was held there as another Fazio course. Conway Farms is a Fazio course where they used to have the BMW, Leishman Day, and Zach Johnson were winners there. And Firestone uh, is another Fazio one, which I, I think is, I don't think it's necessarily going to be my comp per se, but that is a, that is a course that puts a lot of emphasis on driving the ball re really well, hitting the fairways and just being really good with your irons. But like, you don't necessarily need to be the longest player. Like I remember when Duffner did really well there for like year over year over year, he wasn't Ling the longest. Lingmurth was another one. Like they used to gain a bunch of strokes off the tee because they were hitting so many fairways and the rough was so penal. I don't really know what the rough is going to be like at this place, but that's if you've a classic a classic classic like tree-lined old school classic golf course firestone that's what this one kind of looks like to me at least just looking at it um yeah i i mean i don't know really i've got a couple leans um certainly um but i don't know how you go about you know figuring figuring this one out comfort i mean these guys that to stand in olympic village normally these guys stay in like beautiful um suites either in the the resort hotel or they get as we all know like their own houses you know five minutes from property that are i'm sure um five stars so i don't know are they, are they in these little cardboard beds like i don't know what's going on i don't know like did just like like lou oh no louis not playing yeah I mean, maybe that's why louis ended up wd maybe that was the secret reason behind it he was going to tweak his neck and then have to withdraw from the olympics he didn't want to go do that did the nba players have to stay at the olympic village honestly now i have no memory of anything i can't yeah i don't know i don't i don't know i i mean gonna do i don't a quick know google like, search on this one do NBA players stay at Olympic Village? Like, they would need the most special accommodations. Well, in 2016, they didn't. The The NBA players didn't. Yeah, they stayed in, like, a cruise ship, I think, now that I'm running my head through it. Yeah, so I wonder if the golfers will. Do golfers stay at Olympic Village? IOC president urges, that was in 2016, he urged them last time. Dick Pound, great name. Terrible dude. Great Canadian. Name, He's Canadian? Good God. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't see anything for it, but yeah, I don't know. They urged them last time to uh, stay in the Olympic Village, but I don't think that they did. Because <laughs> I wouldn't if I was a PGA golfer. I'd be like, no, I'm going to get this Airbnb on the course. Don't worry about it. I mean, not that it means anything. Like, the sample means nothing. Um, Like, we would three very veteran players meddled last time. Like the highest skill, like veteran players seem to meddle. How strong was the field last time though? Like, I mean, they were veteran players, but they were far less veteran than they were now. And Rose and Stenson, even Cooch were having decent seasons that year. I was, I don't remember. I mean, America was Kucher, Bubba, Fowler, and I want to say JT, but I could be wrong. Who, who their fourth one was? Yeah, let's see. Um, Golf leaderboard. I remember yeah. I didn't win a bet, and I couldn't even tell you who I bet on. 
Like I, I forgot that event. We we probably bet Ricky because he got those Olympic tattoos. I probably bet Ricky, but that I don't know that you would have. Oh, Reed was on the team last time. Reed. Did Not, I say JT? Oh yeah, JT. What a, yeah, it I'm wasn't embarrassed. I didn't know that. I mean, I, I don't remember who the favorites were at the time, but I'm guessing that like it was probably Fowler, Stenson, and Rose as the favorites. Like Thomas Peters came in fourth. Sergio, Bubba, Grio, Bern Weisberger, Tong Tong Tai JD, Martin Keimer, Seamus Power, Fabrizio. Oh, Graham Dillette. There we go. Patty Harrington. This field seems exponentially stronger, does it not? In my mind, it does, yes. There was a guy named Espen Kofstad from Norway. So now they just replace him with Victor, and you're looking a whole lot better from Norway. Is Norway good like, at any is Norway good at any summer Olympic sports? Like, is this their best chance at a medal? Like a gold medal? I don't know. They're a very prideful, like um Olympic country. I'm sure they've got something. Like maybe like a power, I'm sure they got a big hoss that like tosses a disc or something. I suppose that's true. It's just when I think Norway, I think Winter Olympics. It's a lot like us being in Canada. When I think about Canada and the Olympics, I think, well, I think Ben Johnson, I think Donovan Bailey, and then I think Winter Olympics. Yeah, of course. All the Scandinavian countries don't really have much to go by in 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 um in summer but you're right like of all those scandinavian countries norway is actually a lot better like medals a lot at a lot higher rate than sweden or finland do so they're clearly do something right there yeah well they ski and they're really good at biathlon i'm pretty sure yeah they yeah they, they run the table in a couple of those events that's for sure well let's talk about the favorites in the field at the olympics uh the odds coming to you straight out of DraftKings sportsbook john rom is the favorite plus 450. Xander, Rory, and Morikawa, all 10 to 1. Bryson, 12 to 1. JT, Hovland, 14 and 16. Casey is 18. Hideki is 18. Let's just start there with the very top end. Rom should have won Memorial. Rom probably should have won the Scottish Open, but couldn't make the putt. And there's a compelling case to be made that Rom probably could have won the Open Championship had he have made. 50% of those 10-foot birdie putts that he missed uh, and just couldn't do it. Like, is the putter going to hold him back from winning a gold medal? Do you know what I'm done saying, Pat? Because I don't need to, like, history-wise on where you know, we all stand on Rom and what he will accomplish. But over these last two majors, I kind of took a stand that, like, we all agreed, I certainly agreed, he's the favorite. He is the best player in the world. But the gap between A and B, I kind of took exception with. I'm like, Rom shouldn't be A and the rest of them 18 or 16 as the next guy. Like, that I don't agree with. I'm done. The gap is earned. Like, and even when you want a long range like him statistically, Pat, like he's been the best player in the world probably like maybe for two years now. Um, he's the best. The gap is earned. He is, he's unbettable. He's, he's at a price point. I don't really care to bet something that's going to be happening in the middle of the night at. I was thinking almost the same thing as you. Like, is it Rom and it's not close? Who's been the best player in the world, but has Morikawa actually, is it Rom and Morikawa? I mean, Morikawa has two majors. He has four wins. He's up there all the time. Like, I feel like he's kind of the separator too. He is certainly separator 
a separator in in many ways. Um, he's not as consistent though, despite even when he doesn't play well, like I think it was the PGA Championship. It was still like 14th place. You don't even like notice him, kind of. Um, no one, like he is, ha- this is so weird to say off of what he just did, but he has a floor at a, at a important element of golf that like Rom would never have, if that makes any sense. I guess so. Um, the fact that he's like, but, but I'm not debating who cares, right? It's only about winning tournaments and he spiked at a ratio high enough that, um, yeah, I, I'm not here to, to, to argue that Colin Morikawa is the second best player in the world right now. I'm not debating it. Were well, you surprised that, right. were you surprised that it's like Morikawa is the same as Xander and the same as Rory? It doesn't feel like he should be either closer to Rom or those guys should be further back. Always, um, obviously, Xander's his own, you know, talking point, and Morikawa, in some ways, you know, never kind of gets the respect. And we always kind of in a, in golf, we, you know, as golf betters, we don't, you know, guys win. We kind of feel like, you know, they there's only, you know, it's so finite. But when you have players of the skill set like the more <coughs> those super high end players, we know they can get scorching. I mean, I don't know. Is he a globe trotter? Like, just go from A to B, maybe. Um, I'm, I'm, my bet will probably be really stupid, Pat, because the guys I'm debating, I'm like just outside these really, really fancy restaurants, but I'm deciding to pay like six bucks less and get like a, a like a steak that won't be as good. Um, it's Bryson and it's Victor Hovland who I am, am staring at. I can make a case for both of them individually. Uh, Bryson, Victor Hovland just came off a week in Scotland where he said he didn't like his irons. And then he won an open championship. <laughs> so I like, if you want to overrate Bryson and his equipment, like you're crazy. Cause I'll tell you something else. Nobody is works harder, even when his equipment is dialed in, than Bryson DeChambeau to make sure it's more dialed in. And despite like how bad what he's, you know, we debated all that in in our show for Minnesota. I don't really care to, to debate, you know, the words and and that part of it. But but I assure you, the Cobra Puma team is working even harder to make sure he's happy, despite being furious. Like everyone wants to be happy here, so they are. They've been dungeoned like dialing this shit in. I'm convinced of that. Bryson is going to go to Tokyo, in my opinion, and be the best driver of the golf ball and the best putter of the golf ball. Um, I don't like you. Could, like Justin Thomas is an incredibly patriotic guy. Like Bryson always likes you know wearing the colors. So too. so so what There's you're so what you're saying is that you're making your bets based on how much people love their country. No, 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 not at all. Because we've we got that out of the way. I think everybody of that skill set and even lesser skill set wants to be there because their time is worth so much money. I don't think people realize how much money um, Bryce, uh, Justin Thomas could make just for doing like a clinic for Accenture that day for like private executives. Like their time is so much money. That's why they don't like missing cuts. Huh? <laughs> they can make a lot of money just by staying home and working for a sponsor like Jason Day likes to do sometimes. Um, so I'm not having that debate. That's not it. 
I really do love Bryson here. Maybe I'm the moron that's not seeing the problems. Um, do you want to? Do you want me going to Hovland or? You want to say something on that? No, I, I like Hovland as well. I, I just, is he going to make enough putts? I mean, he could. You're getting a better price. I don't know if I want to take, I don't know if I have a favorite of these favorites. They're all kind of the same to me. Like Thomas was the one who felt like he was a bit underpriced in this market because I still don't understand the world where Xander is better than Justin Thomas. I just don't. Oh yeah, true. No, I totally, um, you don't understand the world where he's equal to Morikawa. Like, right. There's a lot of things again, with Xander numbers that are hard to, to get. And, and I don't really know. We don't know the difficulty of this. Um, but if it does play to like resort course, I would, I would regret not having money on Justin Thomas. That's Cause he I does globe trot and win and he just crushes, um, um, like that. Well, that's what I was looking at. So I, I sorted Fantasy National by the past 24 rounds and sorted it to no-cut events. Justin Thomas is the best player in those events. Remember when he could only win outside of Continental USA and only in no-cut tournaments? So I think that's a like heavy indicator towards him, just he's very comfortable in this type of setting. And I have no idea how hard or how easy this course is going to play. If I had to guess, it's probably going to play a lot easier than people might expect because I don't think that they're just... I don't know if they're, they're they're ready for some of the world's best to come and take on this course, but I could just be, you know, having blinders on with that, and maybe that's what I want to see. I think my bet is going to be on Justin Thomas, though. I, I see it with Bryce, and I see it. I think you can make a very compelling case for all of these guys. Do you put into any stock guys that have come over to Asia and won before? Like, you know, JT won in Kuala Lumpur. JT won the CJ Cup in South Korea. Xander went over to China, and he won. Uh, obviously, Hideki was in contention at the Zozo when that was in Japan. Woodland was up there. Tiger won that year. But is that something that you are going to wait whatsoever? Because I'm having a hard time trying to figure out what I should be waiting. I mean, a bit. I think it certainly helps as I kind of went into making that case, that pro JT case that he has gone to courses where, score, where you had to score low to win, uh, globe trotting against good fields and winning. And he can even, you know, any sort of, exhibition or not justin thomas always seems to um play really well in those situations i i would like he's comfortable going over there having the time change he knows what he needs like he knows a timeline to be able to play at his best so i would say there is some level of importance to that i'm silly enough to be a, because I'm just like a guy that's so smitten for victor and his beautiful smile like see him get like a rock in his eye at the U S open and, and whatever have to withdraw goes, you know, gets on a plane, goes right over to Germany, wins an event right into the U S uh, the British open T 12. Like to me, this guy can just drop out of any, uh, you know, drop into anywhere in the world, the moon. And I expect him to contend. So I'm smitten with Hovland. I would assume a Tom Fazio layout would work perfectly for Victor. What about Casey? Casey's at 18. I, I bet you we'll be able to catch a better number on him as we get closer to the event. I think it locks like really late on Wednesday evening. So just continue to pay attention to all of that. But Casey's playing some really good golf right now. And the way that I look at this course, 
Like, he has a pretty decent short game. His question comes down to whether he can make a putt or not, but the driving has been amazing. The irons have been even better. He's basically the second best iron player in this field over the past 24 rounds. Only Morikawa has been better. It's just he never gets hot enough with the putter, but if this turns into a, like, ball-striking premium venue and you don't want to get yourself into the trees and anything like that, I, I think Casey's worth a look. I 100% agree. He's also, you could correct me if I'm wrong, but he's established himself as a bit of a world winner or he just got that recent win over Christmas. I feel like there's another one like last year worldwide. I think he got, I think think he um, won Germany. Yeah. So, I mean, you could take that for what it's worth, but I have made the case on a few guys that, um, that aren't really European tour players anymore that, you know, could plop anywhere. And it seems like they have great, success a couple years ago like i made a bold claim like a hot take almost on one of our preview shows like casey's gonna nab a big one and he was close in about two or three majors over the last couple years obviously the pga at harding park was probably his closest chance um i'm not gonna be betting him and i've bet him at a lot of majors so i'd feel you know feel like maybe i missed something if he nabbed this one but like you said that's a number you gotta wait for and you're reminding me I wanted to bring that up with Bryson. Should I wait on a Bryson number? Like, isn't there so much stank around this guy and his equipment and his little fufui at the, you know, uh, you know, kerfuffle at the moment with, you know, with everything going on between equipment and caddy? Like, uh, that's not dropping to 10 to 1. No, you'll, I, I would assume you're going to get a better number than 12 to 1 by the time this actually comes around because, yeah. There, there is stink on him right now. And that would actually lead me to have some more interest. I, like I said, I like Justin Thomas. I think his number will probably stay at 14. Maybe it goes to 16. Who knows? People are really scared about his irons right now. Like they were bad at the U S open. They were bad at the Scottish open and they were like decent at the British open. But you know, I'm not too concerned about his irons at the same time. Like he sucked at Torrey pines with his irons and he sucked on two links courses with his irons. Like that's not really the JT bread and butter. No, and when you bet a guy like that, you're like banking on the ceiling, right? So you're like, no, I'm betting on JT at 14 to 1. Clearly, I'm banking on like what he does great being there. You know, that's all kind of part of it. You're making the call on the outright bet. And as you sort of have already alluded to, as we've gone through the under to 20 to 1 golfers, the JT 14 to 1 price point might represent the most value in all of it. And like a lot of these good tournaments, Pat, or these tournaments that have any kind of significance, guess who wins? Real good players. Yeah, I, I don't want to go. I mean, I will be going down the list because it's me. Yeah, of course. That's what of I want to do. I got, I got, I got a name for 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 the ranges, of course. Is but it- at the top, it is it is Victor and Bryson. But you may have opened my eyes. Like I'm one of those people. Listen, everyone's got their own reasons for looking through guys. I'm sure people have looked right through Bryson. Uh, before I mentioned him, maybe they still are. I wasn't really thinking JT, but you have sort of, I'm going to um, reinvestigate that before I make any move under 20 to one. But Victor and Bryson came into this recordings as the, as the, as the guys that I think I'll be betting if I do make moves there. All right, let's talk about the 20 to 50 guys. Cause there is one in here. I like and another one that I have interest in answer is 22 to one. It's not him. That's just too low for me. Fleetwood's 35. That'll get higher. I hope we'll, we'll see. Fleetwood's 35. Sungjae, Lowry, Leishman, Neiman, Connors, Bezadenhout, and Cam Smith are all 40 to one. So it's like this mini tier here. Can I tell you that I love Shane Lowry at this course? 
Well, I the second you said Firestone, I was waiting for this part of the show. And it's not like he's been playing poorly. He's been kind of lurking around the leaderboard for ages now. He's like third in birdies or better gained over the past 24. He's fifth in approach over the past 24 rounds. Like he's sticking it close. He's another guy who's just having problems putting at the moment. And he finally hit the ball poorly off the tee at the U.S. Open. But before that, at the PGA and Memorial, he had just been crushing it with his driver and you know, we've seen him win at Sandy courses in the Middle East. We've seen him win at Firestone. You know, he's won a major championship in rough conditions. I just, I mean, he was 12th at the Open. I think people forget that. Um, I I was heavily invested in him in a lot of losing DFS lineups. So I do, I, um, I was well aware of how he finished. I think it was a six under finish. So very good job. Tied with Victor and a bunch of guys. Yeah, that's an interesting name. If, if, I was, if I had to guess, I would have guessed that you like Cam Smith in that range. No, it's actually Lowry, and the other guy is Leishman. Uh, okay, so you went that Aussie um, route. Maybe there's some correlation to some of these sand belt courses, although that wouldn't make sense with like the classical tree, tree outline look. Um, I don't mind that at all. I've been looking at Leishman uh, in and around this number, and as anyone who likes me knows, uh, Fleetwood 35, 42 to one. I have seen, I, I, the guy likes, loves playing golf and was quite emotional about getting the call for this team when Hatton bailed. Um, if you saw his interviews after like the Scottish rounds, when, when shit was, weather was horrible. He just said, no, no, I love playing golf. I love playing everywhere. He's really excited um, for this. Maybe this is just like a player I like clearly, and a player who I follow on social media. So I've seen firsthand his excitement for the week. Um, but he doesn't win in America. So how about Tokyo, Tommy? I just look at Leishman. I mentioned the BMW at Conway Farms. He's picked up a win there. He's won in Kuala Lumpur. He's come second at the CJ Cup. And he's one of the guys in this range that I know if the putter gets going, he can get so hot. Maybe there's just something about being over here in a no-cut event of some sort where, you know, he can kind of work out the kinks day one and not have to put too much pressure on himself. And if he has to play out of the sand, I'm not too worried about him. So I just think that they're, I don't know if they're value or not. There's Lowry and Leishman were just the two names that I liked from here. I don't know what to do with Sungjae. I feel like we should all bet Sungjae and Siwoo, but... I think the pressure might just be too high. I've made the decision that I am not betting the better. Well, no, I shouldn't even say who the better player is. I'm betting, I'm betting Kim at 70 and not see woo, but that's for a different, uh, not M. I, I my money. I'll, I'll be part of the Kim party. I'll miss the M um, party. If it happens to go down, if it happens to go down this week, uh, but it's a lot of interesting names. Excited to see how they would play here. Um, you know, you look at this roster as it clearly points out, it's like a lot of President's Cup future, uh, right? From Cam Smith to Connors, Neiman, Bezaden Hout. Uh, so I'm just seeing a lot of, 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 of international President's Cup names. Uh, of that range, I would like I would like Tommy as a Canadian. Like I would get really into Connors. I'll get really into Connors and Mac if they're playing well. I'm not a Canadian golf fan all year, but uh, at the Olympics, I I would be one. That doesn't mean I would be betting them either, though. Ah, uh, I mean, I wish Connors wasn't forty to one, but 
just looking at this course, it does look like a course where he would play really well. I, I just don't see a huge distinction between him and answer. And I don't get why, like, I don't get why answer is 22. I feel like Connor should be like 65 and answer should be like 45. I get that it's a really limited field with a lot of bad players, but there's something about Connors at this course. Like, can he make enough putts? The answer is probably no. Maybe he's like a top five player, a top 10 play or whatever way that you want to go about it. But just his ball striking is going to be so good here that I feel like he's going to avoid a lot of the trouble that this course can present. How many guys do you think you can win? And I agree with everything you just said. There's a get answer at 22 doesn't make sense. You could even argue against Leishman. You could against anybody. Like people make fun of Fleetwood for not winning. What does answer do? Like, yeah, no, he shouldn't be alone. I do feel like that'll get readjusted, Pat. And in even looking at the numbers right now, he is the only guy between 20 and 35 to one. So I think we're going to see a big um, a big readjustment here in that respect. But realistically, like 20 guys have a chance at this gold medal, like maybe 22 because you'll have a couple bombs you're going to tell me are live. Yeah, I don't even know about that. Like, looking at the 60 to 15 guys, what? what? Yeah, like, I, count I mean, them. I mean, 20 guys. I didn't mean to be rude, but. One, two, and now I have to go count them. This isn't good. You, you, if you had that question, why didn't you go look it up? Well, I was counting, and then you finished talking, and then you were going to make a clip of me staring at my cell phone doing something else, and I didn't want that. So instead of that, I created a bigger problem, Okay. Say there's 25 guys or so who could potentially win this. And a lot of them don't have, I mean, it's reflected in their odds, but I do think this entire next range of 60 to 100 is somewhat live. I don't quite understand Norin's number at 65, but you got Guido, Norin, see, woo, Higo, Peters, that group. I, I think they're all live. Maybe not so much Norin. I feel like Norin should be down in the Mac Hughes range. Mac Hughes, I, I th actually think would be live to win this. Uh, he's 130 to one. That seems like out of all the bombs, probably the best number, doesn't it? Unless you love. Yeah, I honestly didn't mind. I saw Mac, Mac Hughes and Dietrich at 130 to one stood out to me. Like if this place plays like a resort course, uh, he could, he could crush it. Uh, Mac Hughes. I don't know how many magic beans are, are in play, but I bet you that number is, I bet you he is not 130 to one next week. Like I think people will be interested in that. Um, whether it be in, in different markets, what have you. I think Matthew Hughes is going to get bet down. People like bombs, and he's a recognizable name that's showed up in, in big events this year, be it at the U.S. Open and um, the Open. Uh, he had a late Saturday tea time at the, at the Open Championship. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't really understand the Norin number all that much, and I don't want to... I don't want to like poke holes here because there's a lot of guys. Like when you mentioned those 25 guys, Pat, like so many of them don't even have a PGA tour win and like good players. Cause we're, you know, like even counting, you know, Connors and Bez and answer and Fleetwood and, and a lot of guys you might've counted in that list. Although Higo does, which is fantastic. But I guess that would be my question. Like Zayden Hope won like back-to-back -back events in like, south africa um but he seems like a very scrappy feisty player that can contend in big events but i'm still not sure like what he is in terms of like outright winning potential because he won on the same course two weeks in a row in like his home country against a horrible field I and i'm not taking a shot although it seems that way i bet a lot of guys that never win 
period. But I just, I'm trying to grasp what he is. He seems like a great putter player to begin with anyway. Yeah, he's South African Spieth. Like, Mac Hughes is Canadian Spieth. Christian Bezadenhout is South African Spieth. Like they Poor all, man's. Yeah, like, they're, like, Spieth is, like, the upper level of these guys. And, like, if Mac Hughes has everything going, he can put, kind of put together, like, an 80% Spieth day. Bezadenhout is just so bad off the tee that it really limits what he's able to do. So if he's not chipping to the best of his capabilities and he's not putting to the best of his capabilities and the irons aren't firing that week, just feel like he's going to be in a lot of trouble. But if the irons are firing and he's not driving the ball the worst in the field, like he gets so hot on the greens that he can become alive in situations like this. That's just really hard to sustain all the way down. I'd probably rather bank on a shitty putter having four lucky rounds or at least two good lucky rounds and then two not horrible rounds and thinking that their ball striking is going to be more consistent. Like there's a couple guys from like 150 to one and up that I'm not going to bet to win, but I think are somewhat interesting. Be it like Matias Schaub, Rasmus Hogard, like guys who get insanely hot. Vic Perez. Vic Perez would be another one. Rosner would be another one. Even Hoshino, who is the other Japanese player who's like shown up at majors this year. Um, yeah, Mito's back there. I don't know if you mentioned him either. Yeah, like Mito. I guess you said he's going from Minnesota to Tokyo. So, yeah, I know. Oh, man, that Polish guy is, is in the field. Moronk, Adrian Moronk. Good for him. Yeah, I remember we were watching him. Yeah, he was a, a tall, lanky fella, that yeah, guy. Yeah, right? he was in the U.S. Open and he was in the mix at the one that Bland won, the Betfred, the Betfred British Masters presented by Danny Willett. He was in the mix there. This too. Sammy Valkyrie is oh, wacky. Valamaki is a brick shit house. That guy, like hey. he is a monster. He could be like a, a villain's assistant in a movie. Like he is, he, he's a machine looking that guy. So he could be a bond henchman is what you're saying. Yeah, I guess so. One of, yeah. One of those henchmen. That's the word. RB and rock steady. Or Bebop and Rocksteady. Bebop and Rocksteady and Valamaki. He's the he's the third. Uh, um, I guess Lahiri finished second place at the Barbersol, or not second, one shot out of the playoff, third place. Not bad. So Lahiri is in here too. Like there, there are guys from the back, but I think like when the DraftKings pricing comes out, that's where these guys become a little bit more interesting. There, like you the- can bet first round leader on Sep. Oh yeah, for, first time. Oh, absolutely. First round leader Seb Straka, first first round leader Hogard, first round leader who's some other guy. Oh, Braza's boy Maximilian Kaifar. We can bet him as well. I don't know who Gun Charkincool is. What is he? Thai? Where's this guy from? What country is he in from? Not a clue, man. He is Thai. And Pat, Pat knows his names. What country they're coming from? He's I guess uh Kiridesh. Uvik Pagnason. That's a good name. Um, also, I think Paratori got Molinari's spot. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And oh, if him and Guido are like really good friends, like roommates or something. Oh so. my God. You, you, you have to bet Andres Leeser from Czechler from the Czech Republic. He looks just like Pizzola. He's like tall, lanky Pizzola. What does Hurley Long look like? Because I got visions of what a Hurley Long would look like running through my head. What do you What do you think Hurley Long looks like? Do you know what country Hurley Long is from? No, but a lot like Harry Higgs. 
I mean, Harry Higgs looks like you in first glance. I, he, you know who he looks like? He looks like Bucks. Okay, yeah, I get it. Her, uh, Higgs looks like if, if um, Higgs looks like if you were up for thirty six straight hours in Vegas. No, Higgs looks like if, or sorry, I should say I look like if one of Hatton and Higgs's parents had a child. Oh, maybe I can see that. That's that's where I think I I come in. But yeah, obviously more 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 um more higgs and obviously sabatini using his slovak cred to get a spot in tokyo i mean this is the only reason that he became slovakian right i'm not really sure i assume i assumed that this was the case i I do actually want to circle back to actually to guys i actually do have interest in betting i'm going to bet siwoo obviously uh at 70 to 1 that's you know i bet him at worse numbers and better fields anyway why not do it for this one with everything on the line i'll play the each way on that maybe it's a top three each way to see if he can go get his medal but i think Higo and peters are, are like real players here peters was fourth at the last olympics obviously he was in better form I'm at the time very but, much in pl- peter but peters th- and dietrich why I'm dumb why, enough to think why, why do you think that dietrich is so good because he comes in like third place so much that i think he's really good and he's so young and he's got that like just beautiful, like tall, lanky frame that just hits it a goddamn country okay, mile. Okay, for one thing, he's not as young as you think that he is. He just looks really young. How old do you think that he is? Well, now I've kind of given it away, but like what would you what 25? He's, he's 28. Okay, so he's not young, but he's a late bloomer. Sure, he's a late bloomer, but it's not like he's Sung Jay out here being 21 years old for one thing. It just, yeah, he, he's a bit of a late bloomer, but let's see. He was T2 at the Scottish T2 in Germany. He misses a lot of cuts. Yeah. He's like Siwoo, but Siwoo would win where he'd come in T2 and miss cuts like old Siwoo. Uh, Cause he's been like around at big events or a lot, big events, small events. He he's, He's my European phenol, like a never winner, always contending, it feels like. And I, I I can't quit it. But you're right. Peters is probably way more seasoned and ready for this. And I did not know Peters finished fourth place. And I was actually going to ask who finished fourth and put you on the spot. So good on you. Yeah, Thomas Peters. Thomas Peters is a half year older than Thomas Dietrich, for what it's worth, both from Belgium. I, I just like Peters. That, like, this is a long course. Like, there are three par fours that are over. 500 yards two i mean there are three of the par threes that are over 200 yards two of them are over 223 yards there's two really long par fives i think that his length is going to give him a big advantage here it's not like he's playing poorly it's just he lost a lot of his status so you haven't seen him in these big tournaments he missed the cut at the u.s open you know what Uh, i mean no sorry that was dietrich who missed the cut at the u.s open uh peters got into the pga championship he missed the cut didn't qualify for the open didn't qualify for the u.s open but he's made three straight cuts uh he has a bunch of top 15 so far this year he's been playing in like alternate events but at least i know when he's good he's a really good player like he's an elite like world-class player when he's running well he dude wasn't he like he was amazing on a horrible on a Ryder cup team that was getting steamed at hazeltine that's right he was wasn't he rookie yeah, he had yeah, that. No, he had the, the guy. Yeah, no, the guy is. Yeah, he's got seasoning. He's got seasoning. 
he had that bad final day at wing foot when Bryson was kind of running away with it, but he was like top five going into that. I believe on Sunday at a blow up round, he's like, he's come top five at the masters before. So I don't know. It just seems like he's way down the board and like he goes right there too. Do you think the Higo run is over? I mean, Higo. What an interest. I mean, the guy won at like um, Canary Islands. Canary Islands, right? It was like the most like chilled event ever. And then he comes right over and wins a PGA Tour event. Like, I almost want to make the comment I made about Bez, but like, no, the guy won on the PGA Tour. Like, Dustin's out there making double bogeys, playing way out of a tournament. He goes being amazing. You know, I remember that Sunday. All right, I think that's everyone. There is one last guy that I want to talk about, and if he hits it into the sand, it could be a real problem. But Neiman's playing really good too, and it's on bent. If it, this truly is bent grass, and I'll have to confirm that at some point, but that's what it's the only thing I could find about grass type for this course was bent grass. Been putting really well as of late. I've been betting Neiman a lot. I bet Neiman at the Memorial, and then I bet Neiman in the playoff that he lost. Where were we for that? Um, Rocket Mortgage. Wow. The, the, yeah, the Troy Mayer. Oh, yeah, the Cam Davis. So I've been on the Neiman train, and then I subsequently had a future from Christmas we did on Neiman at the Open. So I've been finding ne- – I've had rooting interest in Neiman for pretty much every time he's put a T in the ground lately. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. What would you need, 40 and that's what get it. I'm get I'm getting 40. It's 40 on DraftKings Sportsbook right now. I, if I kind of try to play a corollary in my head, we always talk about guys that are really good at no-cut events. We don't see Neiman in a ton of no-cut events, but he did lose in the playoff earlier this year to Harris English at the Tournament of Champions. And like he I, also lost I, the I, playoff where he was having drinks with Sergio and his wife. That was that that was this one. That was that was the Tournament of Champions. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because then he came second at Sony the next week as well. So, you know, not on continental USA. And maybe that will work out a little bit better for him. He's putting really well right now. The ball striking is pristine. This looks like a course where just like to visually look at it that he would do really well. I, I think that he's one of the guys that can most definitely win. But you talk about Dietrich having a few top twos at like, you know, the German Porsche Open and some in the Scottish Open. We got like the Rocket Mortgage, the Sony, the Tournament of Champions. Uh, he was top 10 at Valspar. Like, this feels like a field where he could do well. Just a second. I Firstly, I agree with everything you said. And I only accidentally corrected you because he did um, the English in the playoff, but I got confused because English and Neiman were in playoffs in back-to-back weeks, like, two weeks ago. So I mixed up my English playoffs for a moment, um, for a moment there. Who won the Scottish Open again? Who won this? Min Woo Lee. Oh, yeah. I was going to really try to, like, pump up Dietrich by saying, like, he lost to a great player in Scotland because I was going to follow up by his second place in Germany was to Victor Hovland, who I consider a great player but not being able to outduel Minwoo Lee is not like a something I might want to put in my advocating of Thomas let's see uh Neiman was sixth at the CJ Cup which is a Fazio course as well as we mentioned earlier that was the one at Shadow Creek last season when they took the Zo. no no wait was that the Zozo or the CJ Cup now I'm all confused let's see 
CJ Cup. Yeah, Kokrak over Xander. Neiman was sixth at that event. Where are some other... The Zozo the year before, he was 33rd at the CJ Cup. He was 12th. Like, the CJ Cup is a pretty comp field to this, I think. That's probably the event, isn't it? Yeah, and I mean, CJ Cup's Korea, Zozo's Japan. Um, they're both... Well, Zozo's like brand new, right? So we don't really have lots of Zozo's. Yeah, we... we, we they, it, they both might be. It, it, play, it got played once and Tiger won. But like, just looking at the field for the Zozo, like you always get your top end guys like Hideki, Woodland, Thomas, Spieth, Hatton, Brooks, Neiman, Connors. Like those are the best guys in these fields. Hovland was you're another guy. No, you're absolutely right. Did we not discuss the merits of betting Hideki at 18 to one? Like, is that something like we should maybe consider and think that's a good, a really fair number and maybe a great opportunity? Maybe. I mean, he dominated like following coming back from the masters. That was a bit of a whirlwind. Obviously he played, he played pretty well at the Byron Nelson, which was like a shootout, but he came in 39th. He had it going at the PGA Championship, and Guy couldn't make a putt. He lost 10 strokes putting at Memorial, but still drove the ball really well. Gained six strokes on approach at the U.S. Open. That's the last time we've seen him, though, is the thing, because then he tested positive for COVID, and he's disappeared since. I mean, it's weird to think he, like, is forgotten in an Olympics in Japan in his master's champion year, but I don't know. We kind of forgot. We kind of didn't really discuss how fair and decent of a spot this might be for him he's probably he's got clearly the most course familiarity of anyone in the field that you would want to bet on i guess so i I know i'm just not that i think that there might just be too much pressure on him to go win this and i know that there's no fans there but the internal pressure of would you but in his master's year like maybe i would argue like there's actually no pressure i don't know about that because this i feel like the olympics means and maybe i'm completely off on this maybe he might be is he he might be carrying the flag so you are right yeah like, like is, is he carrying the flag i, I, I don't know I and mean, maybe any japanese viewers can tell me this for someone who lives in japan but is he japan's biggest athlete no wouldn't like otani be bigger otani probably but he's not here is he japan's biggest athlete like i and, don't and, know and, in some and, respects and and is Otani, I guess Otani would be now, but is Otani just, I, I don't know. Yeah, Otani, Hideki, like, I know that there's people that you know, I probably never heard of and were missing are huge in Japan, but you got to think that Hideki has to be one of the biggest athletes. Who is, I wonder who is carrying the flag? Flag. I don't think they announced that. I think that's one of those things that are, like, kind of secret, and it's been speculated pretty much since he's on the Masters that he's clearly on a short list. Um, and just trying to think of world sport, like, in, 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 I'm sure they have like, I don't know. I don't want someone from Japan to like come back at you with like some ping pong player or some like. Um, well, here, here we go. Do you know who? Do you, do you know who the, right? the Japanese flag bearers for the Olympics are? Yuki Suzaki, who I don't know who that is, and Ryu Hachimura, the guy on like the Wizards. <laughs> Isn't that who that is? Yeah, he's a guy on the. I Wizards. guess who's the first lady? Who's the woman you said? Uh, two-time wrestling world champion, Yui Suzaki. Um, yeah, I don't, so Hideki Hideki might be the biggest guy there for the, oh, hey, the, 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 the tennis player, 
who doesn't like attention but likes attention, she's playing under Japan. Oh, Naomi Osaka. That's yeah. Pro- that's probably a, I mean, she likes, when you say she doesn't like attention, doesn't she have to suffer from like social anxiety like Ricky Williams did? I don't know. I you're right. I don't know the whole story. I actually, yeah, give whatever. <laughs> it sounds like it's making you mad. No, it's not making me mad. I just find I don't. I feel for anybody who's struggling with any sort of mental disorder. I I just think like you can't speak to the press in the sport you perform in, but you want to like be on the cover of Sports Illustrated in a swimsuit. Well, I, I, th- I, think, I, I don't know. I, I can don't actually, like I, I, can me, actually but... I can actually speak to that. I think those are two completely different things. One is a social. Maybe situation. they are. In light, like, I, I like, want th- to think, think about myself. think I'm... about. Uh, of course, you want to cover yourself, but I'll tell you that, especially just knowing no, better oh, myself, better yourself. better okay. myself. I'm well, happy to learn why I might be wrong here. Well, what I'm saying is, a lot of people who perform whether it be especially like TV personalities, hosts, someone like I'm doing right now. Like I don't have I don't suffer from social anxiety, but I know a lot of people in my position who do. They feel very comfortable being somewhere isolated with a small group talking into a camera doing a photo shoot with a very small team, that's one thing versus being thrown into the fire of a whole bunch of cameras in your face, a giant crowd prodding you for questions. That can just create so much anxiety that I just think they're two completely different situations. That's very well said. I do agree that some of the most famous people who are, fa- you know, who get to act out on how they're famous in in very small settings or like when the red light is on, they're great, but so like very socially awkward and suffer deeply. So you're right. I do. I how you explained it. I do understand it from, you know, from from that that end. You see a lot of. um you know, like comedians or whatever, like yeah. right there, like they're on that stage or kind of like, I don't know, red lights on. They're like amazing and a different person when it's like not. It's like a darker, scarier place. Quick picks for the men's Olympics. Hey, maybe if you do, are you betting Brooke Henderson to win on the women's side? That's the only bet I'm going to make, but I don't know. Um, because like, yeah, it's a discipline. I, well, yeah, that's the bet I'll make. I wonder what her odds are. Hopefully they're over. She's usually like 25 to 1 in the majors, but I imagine this field is easier than majors. It probably is easier. And like, I don't know a ton about the women's tour, obviously, but like Brooke Henderson's one of the biggest hitters on the women's side, right? Yeah, Lexi's there also. I saw she was representing America. But you also only have to beat like four South Korean girls, not like 15 of them. Here that's that's true. Win. Brooke Henderson's 18 to one on DraftKings Sportsbook. It must be hyper competitive on their end to medal though, right? Oh, I would think so. I, they, I, I would say that the women's side is probably more competitive than the men's side, like in terms of like field top to bottom. Probably, I, I would agree. Um, I would agree. I mean, I don't know. That's that. just that's just what I'm guessing at this point. But I see there's a lot of players who are like 50 to 1 and below versus what we see on the men's side. Like Korda and Inby Park are both 6 to 1. Jin Young Ko is 9 to 1. Say Young Kim is 9 to 1. Does it, does it work the same in South Korea for the women too? Is, it, is there mandatory military service for men and women in South Korea? I, I'm sure you don't know, do you? <laughs> 
when I, I mean, I made a comment that it's probably way more competitive for them. I meant the South Korean women because I assume they're playing the same um, under the same rules as as the men. But you meant it as a field strength thing, which I also overall field strength thing, which I also do agree with. So um, I assume the women are under the same situation. The difference is, though, Pat, all these great South Korean golfers have probably already won majors. So they're probably already exempt. Ah, but the women. Yeah, but we don't know if that's actually a thing. Remember, we were thinking about that for Siwoo. Oh, yeah. I don't, the Masters, and then we didn't but know. But I don't know. Did, like, Siri Pack leave for the military? I don't know. <laughs> she oh, won majors. These other, these wh- other hold Korean on, hold girls on, hold have on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Women are not required to perform military service in South Korea. Sexist. <laughs> Thought we are like, trying to be equal. <laughs> Joking. I don't know anything. Thank God I don't have to do any mandatory military service. Yeah, good, good thing. Honestly, you I, I, I feel, uh, here's the thing. They put me through the tests. I try hard. They'd be like, you're sitting at a desk, pal. Be like, okay. <laughs> you don't want me in the field. You don't want me in your foxhole. I'll tell you that much. You're, you're the, I mean, what do you think that they're doing in I'm the South Korean run, military? I'll, the I'll like accept my fate. Like I'll go down with the ship, but I don't know how how effective I can be in our efforts. I mean, I'm pretty sure that Sweden has mandatory military service as well. I, I think that military service is like the mandatory stuff is not quite what you're thinking that it is. It's not like, all right, World War II is on. Let's go. I agree. I'm yeah. being phone bombed here and it's creepy. Well, just stop looking at your phone then. So that was the women. So yeah, I'll bet Brooke Henderson at 18 to one with you. We'll do that. Let's talk about quick picks though. I'm not, I haven't actually made any of these bets so far, but I'm. Can I say one thing? Sure. Ah, that was stupid. I maybe should have brought it up earlier. Do you like, I don't, golf season's so long and exhausting. There's a lot of like Olympic hate. I don't care. They like, they could change up anything. Do you wish they like did it formatted differently? Like a team aspect of it or intergender or, or anything or this is just the way to do it get them in and out in three days get them in and out would be the best way like i am not super excited for this event i don't even know how much of it i'm gonna watch like if it's on i will watch it if it's like i'm not gonna go out of my way it's not like the open where i'm waking up in the middle of the night to watch the first fucking of course tea. not so i'll tune I also in. every time we get to the olympics and people who love these other sports are going to hate me so much in a moment Because I feel like, oh, they have this discipline and that distance. It's like 100 meter this and 100 meter, like all these things. I'm like, if golf was one of those other sports, Pat, they would have a medal for like best seven iron, best eight iron, (laughs) best best nine iron. They should. They should. I mean, they can't can't just give Colin Morikawa all the awards, though. Was that like a fixed judge event? Best seven iron, 10 out of 10, Colin Morikawa. No, you like hit three of them and it's like they like they do when you throw a disc. They're like, take your best ones or something. I don't know how it how it how it works. But um, you know, be- driver who like whatever. All right, bunker contest. Long longest drive. I mean, they should just do dunk contest for basketball. <laughs> All right. I can quick pack. 
All right, quick picks for the men's Olympics. So Brooke Henderson is going to be our pick for the women's side. We're both Canadian. We'll both throw money on that. JT has my interest at the top. I'll be releasing my full cheat sheet on Wednesday. So when I actually go and make bets, we can see. But my early leans are JT, maybe Casey, depending on if his number falls or not. And then that crowd at 40 to 1. Lowry, Leishman, and Neiman all have my interest. And I've already bet C. Woo! Kim at 70 to 1. But I'll give Peters a look at 80 at the same time. And maybe a top 10 play on Mac Hughes. And you fully, I guess you answered it. Like Casey over Hideki, even at that same number for you? No, I wouldn't bet either of them at that number at 18. So I'd want it to fall. And I would assume that Casey would be the one to fall, not Hideki. Clearly. I, Hideki gets steam as the week goes. Hopefully Hideki and Bryson swap. It is Bryson and Hovland who I am deciding between in that frontier, um, you know, that under 20 to 1. Uh, category and then in that next range it is Fleetwood and Neiman are the players that I am most attracted to like you Pat I ain't gonna miss this party on whatever time in the morning it's gonna be see woo Kim uh, hopefully winning gold hopefully never leaving us uh, for a two-year period my money would be on him uh, as well and both those Belgians I'm gonna look at because if it if it does just play where these guys can just mash, I think it actually sets up pretty well for both of them, uh, Peters and Dietrich. All right, that will do it on the Pat Mayo experience. I told you about the giveaways. I don't know if there's going to be a listeners league for DraftKings this week. And if there is, it's in the description of the video, but I don't know if there is or not yet. I'm going to guess no. I'm just going to throw it out. I'll tell them I don't want a listeners league for this. I just don't feel like there's a ton of interest in this. Do you? I'm not sure. Like, I, I think, uh, I think that there, there... Most of these people bet everything, so the, I always assume there's... Yeah, yeah there, there will be interest in this like there was interest in the fucking Byron Nelson at TPC Bunny Ranch or whatever it was, because we can bet Craig, on this. Craig Ranch. Yeah, it wasn't the Bunny Ranch? <laughs> no, you're right. Um, the time difference, people just did the open, sort of like you. Uh, and maybe if you had that pays enough, you'd be inclined to watch. But I know people like like Pat, you might have X on Justin Thomas. It still might not be enough for you to wake up in the middle of the night if you're tired. No, and some of my big, some, some of my best wins are Euro wins that happen while I'm asleep. And I wake up, I'm like, this is great. I'm glad I didn't have to sweat this. Yeah. So there it is. Yeah. So the fantasy football picks and bets review giveaway. You can find that in the description. It's on Apple Podcasts. You subscribe, rate it five stars, leave a nice review, Twitter handle, email address, and boom, you're in the draw. It's a progressive jackpot. Subscribe to the email, uh, newsletter email uh, in the description as well. That's where I'll be releasing my picks this week. I hope to be back tomorrow with the DraftKings show, but... Uh, We'll see where that goes. Anyway, for Jeff Feinberg, who you can follow on Twitter at gfeinberg17, I am Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you next time. I think I discovered why Jeff thinks Thomas Dietrich is so young. Why? Well, his Wikipedia picture is from 2009, and he looks like this. Ah, see, that makes more sense. So he's yeah, probably yeah. looked him up so, on Wikipedia and been like, so his oh, Wikipedia, looks so like his Wikipedia a, page is 12 years old. next week. Thank you. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, so that, that picture is 12 years old. This is, um, this is what he actually looks like. Experience!
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.